Mackenzie, I knew yeah. some of these people would start dropping off because they really wanted to talk to uh, Miss Hot Pants, and she's long gone. We have two. Oh, look at that. All of Broward's gone. See, Broward knows that this station is right near the line, and they were all prepared to come down and uh, meet Kathy's baby today. Up close and personal, but uh, they're all gone. So let me give that Broward number out, 764-0707. Did anybody hear Tom Jicka on a Craig Worthing show yesterday? Now, that was an interesting show. See, Jicka is one of those guests, and that's the only reason that we keep him on the show. We have very few guests now. But he is riveting no matter whose show he's on. And I was fascinated because there were parts of that show when it sounded like he and Craig were debating... And then when Lee Fowler and Dennis Collins came in at 5 o'clock, I thought they were going to kind of like take over the show. Luckily, that didn't happen, but who the hell needed them in there, right? Boy, talk about a couple of nervous Nellies. Opalaka, hello. Well, I want to know um, if Taffy is white or black. Who? Taffy. Taffy McCallum? Taffy. The one that just left. White. White? Oh. <laughs> Taffy West. Kathy West is very white. She's pale, as a matter of fact. Oh. Is that, is that good or bad? That's, it doesn't... I don't care. I still like her show. Oh, okay. Okay, bye. Okay. Whew. It's 1118 at WYNZ, and we've uh, really fallen off to almost nothing. What's that? Ken's mother's name is uh, Sandy? Oh, yeah, I've heard her show. Okay, let me give that Broward number out again. What the hell happened in Broward County? Can't believe it. 764-0707. Is there anybody alive, or are we picking up where we left off yesterday? See, I felt guilty yesterday because we had a pretty boring show yesterday, but not my fault because as I... even In fact, Fowler was doing part two of his sex poll and asking questions about elephant orgasms and things like that, and he had no calls. He was asking questions of the board ops. And, of course, if you knew some of the board ops over there, uh, obviously they weren't qualified to answer most of those questions either. But uh, And as I began feeling my way through the day, I realized that until Jicka came on later, and, of course, he always gets a lot of calls because he's uh, one of the few guests who's got any idea what he's talking about. Until then, it was like Death Valley days. And even one of the merchants in one of the malls talked to me yesterday, called up, and he said, Man, if you could be here right now, it's like a ghost town, like everybody left. And that's probably because Passover is coming up uh, the beginning of the week, right? I mean, in this town, even the Gentiles celebrate Passover. It's 19... Listen, if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for them. 19 past 11 at WYNZ. We're going to do a little break here. We'll come right back. We'll leave it for a minute. There's nobody in this market on AM who's going to get paid that kind of money. Well, you know, that's what I wanted to say something about. And, and this is not a tinkle call, but I, I don't know what you're paid. But, you know, you do something that the other tacos don't do. For instance... Um, by when not listening to you, and then when you bled over with um, with Calder, uh, I used to bleed a lot on Calder's show, yeah, because his callers used great to. Shows, and yeah, then we I had a good time. To Calder. Now, I, now this is like a one-man survey. I realize it has no scientific validity, but I started um, uh, listening to John Broward after you guys started getting into it. Well, don't blame um, don't blame me for that. No, I understand, but now I with the Kathy West business, you're really uh, making her a star. I get up, uh, before I used to switch around, I used to listen to Al at 9 uh, on Saturdays. Now when I get up, I turn on um, I turn on Kathy at 8 or whatever it is, 8.30, because maybe there's going to be something going on there that you guys are going to get on to later. And no. I, I don't think anybody else does that. I think that you're able to take other tacos on your, uh, on your station and uh, 
improve their ratings. I don't know how you could test that, though. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Not only on this station, I think in a whole market. When the Tropic Magazine did that piece a couple of years ago, you'll notice in the back... They had little profiles that Mark Fisher wrote of many of the other talk hosts. And for two solid days in this market, that was the only topic of conversation. And, you know, when when discussion about talk radio comes up, it's generally generated on this show. So those people out there who say, ah, oh, well, he talks about other talk hosts all the time, and it's Bush League, and it's this, and so on and so forth, the fact is, I think this program generates more interest and more controversy and more stimulation about the whole talk radio business than anything else in town. Certainly more than the promotion, because uh, I heard somebody talking to Jick about that yesterday. Why don't they promote this show more? The bottom line is they don't promote it at all. Right. Zero. Absolutely. So any promotion that's been done on this show has been stimulated from right here. And uh, believe me, just with the Hallandale thing alone, you know, People Magazine's coming here on Monday. That's got nothing to do with the promotion department here. That's all stimulated right here. Well, I'll go one step further. When when listening to Jicka yesterday, it almost sounded like he was talking to you uh, out in the audience, like he had you in mind, uh, a lot of the things that he was saying. So it's very interesting. No, I, it's, I, only, it's only Bill Calder who does that. <laughs> Listen, you know... Uh, Bill's a star, and then when he goes back on nights, uh, I'm going to listen to him on nights. I, you know, it's, uh, listen, what can you say? You make people stars. Have a good day. He makes people what? You make people stars. Oh, stars. I thought you said starve. No, <laughs> no stars. Okay, because Jerry Wichner once said that there's been a famine, and he said he's the after result, and I'm the one who caused it. Jerry Wichner. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, I, you know, I turn him on. He's better than a Valium. You want to go to sleep at night, turn him on. Exactly. That's why he belongs back on at midnight. Yeah. For all the insomniacs. Man, 30 seconds of Jerry and you're in a deep sleep. Exactly, if not comatose. Okay, see you later. Have a good one. 11.36 at WINC. We have a caller in Hallandale right after our break who wants to talk about Howard Stearns, probably his mother-in-law. And we do have a couple of open lines. And Dade, if you'd like to join us here, things have slowed down a little bit since Kathy left, but I'm not going to take it personally because... I noticed that starting yesterday, the town is in a uh, blue funk. It's kind of like everything is done and depressing, and we're all just going to kind of lay. I started praising you inordinately for making a star out of Kathy West. Now, with all due respect, with you playing off for everything, that's very nice. But I started listening to her early in the morning on Saturday morning when I'd be up driving around or something. And she was so charming, so fresh, like a fresh wind in this crazy place down here. So with all true respect, I just I just thought she was great and she had to make it, even whether somebody helped her or not. That was all. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't like it when she's on my show. No, 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 no. I think you two are great together. Wait till you hear this letter. Really? Dear Uncle Neil, even as I'm writing this, you are talking with Kathy West. Enough already. <laughs> so I turn off my radio until I figure she's gone. All of us here at work look forward to hearing you every morning, but not when Kathy is on. She may be a wonderful person, but she needs to get more education or something. She has her own show, so let her stay on it. At least then she is not cutting in on your time. I hate to complain, but what can I do? Martha in wherever. Sounds like a Martha. That's ridiculous. Martha Washington. Martha Washington, right. She hitchhiked her way down from Mount Vernon. Dolly Madison. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing I wanted to mention, you had this guy on uh, a few minutes before, and you were talking all that in-radio talk, which is terribly interesting to you, I'm sure. But not to the audience, I know. At all. Out here. You know, and, you know, and I know a little bit about it, but who wants to hear that? I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm sure nobody else is. Whoever 
was just flaunting his pseudo-expertise or some sort of a, a vague association with the industry. He was throbbing something? He was what? Throbbing? Throbbing. I said throbbing. What did you say? I don't know. My teeth don't fit so good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. See you later. Okay, listen, we can't have Kathy on the show. We can't talk radio. We don't want to talk about the FM, certainly, because that isn't radio. Uh, although they're doing better. They really are. They're sounding better. And once they get those guys with the big ballsy voices on the air, man, that's going to be great. Zeta 94.9. No, they really do. They sound much better. They are going places. And uh, that Zeta thing, man, once those people who remember it get off drugs for a day or two and they discover it's back on the air, they're going to really go somewhere. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 764 apartment, and I sleep here. Okay. One day in the kitchen, one day in the... Sometimes uh, I fall asleep in the newsroom. In the foyer. In the foyer. Mm -hmm. Has been on to sleep in the newsroom. She slept around in there a little bit. But not with Scott Walterman, though. No, no. No, he was before my time. Actually, he was between my time. He was between your... Well, I was here in 79 and 81, and I left, so he, he was in between. No, no, no. Let me be the first to award Arlene Ross for the W.I.Z. Happy Sperm Candle. There you go. That's for you. Are you supposed to light this stuff? Well, I'm doing it wrong all these years. It has a little, it has a little wick on it. Does it have a little wick? Yes. So if you look at them real closely, if you grab them real quick before they swim upstream. Is that it? Oh. It has a little wick. You know, I've been going to Wits and Sticks all these years and buying candles. Do you realize the money I could have oh boy, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not going to pursue that. I'm not Thank probing you. into that for one second. That's very sweet. Nancy. We have a lot of ladies in our audience who spend a lot of time at Wits and Sticks. Sniffing. Well, see, she's, I don't know what her story is. I really don't. I think she's been sniffing the glue in the newsroom. Kyle knows. Kyle knows. Kyle and I are very close. <laughs> that's not what he said. You uh, wouldn't believe what he told me about you, but that's another story. I'll tell you during the uh, next break. Mm, thank you. Well, Arlene Ross is here. She's trying to uh, fill the void that Kathy West left here, so to speak. And uh, can we move on now, or did you have something you wanted to do? Uh... I was just lonely in my little cage by myself. I thought I'd come in and say good morning. Good morning, Arlene. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing Howard Stern again? Oh, God. We're going to report you to Howard. These New Yorkers, man, I'm telling you, there are so many douchebags from New York. Not all of them. Some of them are really great. About 200 of them, I think. It's not a good batting average out of 15 million. No, it's not. You know? Miami, hello. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? For one at WYNZ, Arlene Ross is here. If there's anybody in the audience who has any idea who Arlene is. <laughs> I'd like to remain anonymous. Why? Because I can get more done that Just because you sleep around a lot, uh, you can't be very anonymous. See, even if that isn't true, wouldn't you like to use... That's why my hairstyle is changing. Oh, is that it? Yeah. You use a different name? I don't look anything like my driver's license picture. It has my married name on it. You know, I can get a lot done. Okay, as a matter of fact, uh, she's been posing as Kathy West all week, which is why I'd be... <laughs> no, but did you notice when Kathy was in here, were you listening when she was in here this morning? And all these guys who have been allegedly salivating all week, you know, and just uh, having a nervous breakdown and uh, getting moist over the thought of Kathy's breasts, uh, they didn't call her. I mean, this is a stiff... Why do you think that is? This is a stiff town. So to speak. Figuratively we only, only <laughs> Speak for yourself, honey. Only figuratively speaking. But uh, as a matter of fact, Kathy left a picture of one of her boyfriends 
Be no, the young I, ones. Well, hey, listen, uh, Kathy likes to uh, spread her love around, you know. Mm-hmm. Meant to bring sunshine into many lives. Exactly. Oh. North Miami, hello. Yeah, hi, Neil. Yes. Uh, all these sounds pretty good, but not as good as Kathy. Now, how do you know Thanks that? Thanks so though? much. Kathy sounds so sweet. I don't know how your blood pressure remains calm when you talk to that idiot Ken Block. I think I ought to call a couple of the guys from Medley and have them pay him a visit. The yes. man's a total idiot. Oh, have you spoken to him? No, but every time I hear him, and I don't know how he gets through making those phony voices up, uh, my daughter and I were both listening, and he, I mean, she even got pissed off to hear that moron. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't screen him out somehow. Do you know that this guy has been cranking talk shows in this market for 15 years? Well, I mean, isn't anybody wise to him? Oh, yeah. Well, Southern Bell, of course, is so aggressive, you know. I mean, they just, uh, they don't want to do anything. You can, uh, and the guy doesn't even deny it. I mean, he admits it. We've got, he's getting, got his own talk show. He's getting more calls than we are now. And uh, he just uh, insists that he's compulsive. He can't control himself. Well, he needs medical care. Well, maybe you ought to call his parents. They live in the same house. Their number is 932 Four one nine two Saul and Sandy Block nine three two four one nine two and maybe someone ought to suggest to the Block family that uh, Kenneth needs a little bit of help. Yeah, yeah, he, he definitely needs help. Also, listen, I I dropped that record off to you last week. That uh, gold thing, a gold flaker. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was kind of cute, so I thought you might get a kick out. Excellent. There's anyway, listen, keep up. Kathy is just great, and uh, Arlene, listen, what can I tell you? Maybe you'll become a big, big star also. Well, if Neil keeps telling everyone that I'm sleeping around, I'm sure that my time will come. Yeah, your time will come. No question about it. Uh, Neil, thanks a lot. See you later. In fact, uh, we heard that Arlene's time comes 24 hours a day, but that's only an ugly rumor. Only if you're really lucky. Okay, it's 25 before 1 at WINZ. We've got a lot of uh, hot young ladies walking around the building here. Unfortunately, none of them will come on the air with us. We have an open line in day. It's 624 0191. And if we could bring back one of the former uh, FM disc jockeys, I'm sure we could have a lot of these uh, people in here too. Man, I'm telling you. We could. Uh, anybody seen Willie B lately? Mm-mm. Do you know him? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, we'll talk about him during the break. An oxymoron? Yeah, like military intelligence, jumbo shrimp, teen stuff. Think about when you were a teenager. Was it like a wildfire? I sure would know, but it could have been. <laughs> if I'd have known then what I know now. Yeah, well. I had a hell of a uh, high school class, I'll tell you that. Did you? Who was in your high school class? A lot of interesting people. Moses. I read this the other day, and of course, in this market, it means nothing. In this article, in People, Sherry, 17. What the hell am I sitting here holding the microphone for? A, a senior in a suburban Atlanta high school says, Our parents just know we're out there screwing our little buns off, but they can't bring themselves to talk to us about it. Now, wait till you hear this. Parents who believe they get honest answers when talking to their teens about sex, 81%. Teens who say they are totally honest when talking to their parents about sex, high school, 22%, college, 27%. So that means somewhere in between, 60% of the kids are lying. Well, most kids don't ever... They can't picture their parents ever having done it, despite the evidence That's of their being for there. Sure. So they, Boy, there's no question about that. They don't that. want to really shock them. Like they think maybe it happened once by accident, and they're the uh, product of it. Right? Isn't that what Absolutely. you thought? Absolutely. I was seven years your... old, I think, when I told my parents, obviously, they only did it twice real good. And in your case, it had to be an accident. Thank you so much. But, ooh, uh, ooh, 
What's that? That's Ooh. an old... Uh... Paul Newman, Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. Let's hear it. Nothing oh. about Paul Newman to get anybody excited. Oh, well. As a matter of fact, here's a picture of these, uh, what would you say they are, about 16? Yeah. He's got her backed up against the lockers there. I mean, that's kind of a provocative pose for people, isn't She's it? She's got a padlock. This is oh, supposed to be kind of, a, uh, kind of a fluffy magazine. Why is your people magazine? Well, because I, I pulled uh, this uh, out, so to speak. I pulled this out to bring in here to talk about Whipped it. Whipped it right out, did you? But after hearing uh, Lee Fowler doing another sex pull yesterday, there's no way that I'm going to do it. Well, he's been off for quite a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, Ken Black, I guess he believes in the freedom of expression, and so do I. So last night at 2 o'clock in the morning, I called him to tell him how I felt about him. Did he answer the phone? Huh? Did he answer the phone? Yes. Oh, yeah. I called him at about 2 in the morning to see what he wanted to say. And what did he say? Not too much. Enough four-letter words. To, I think the seven words you're not allowed to say. Unbelievable. Well, listen, maybe he can get his own show. He's hypocritical. Yeah, he doesn't mind, you know, freedom of expression, but he wouldn't even, you know, talk, talk to us, so it was terrible. Well, we'd want to spread it around. If he wants a chance, you know, to be a star, he's got to take the good with the bad, the bitter with the sweet. That's for sure. Okay, see well, you have later. a good weekend, Neil. You too. It would be better than that call yesterday. Is there any way we can... Who? Wait a minute. Can we put that on the air? Which line? Oh, there it is. Hello? Hello? Sparky. Ken Block. Just when you think that this guy is gone, he's still there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Who's he calling now? Call it, he's going from A to Z. Too bad this, we didn't do this at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Wait till he finds it, then we're really going to get it. So far, he's still looking for it. W-I-N-Z. This is Neil Rogers. <laughs> they put me on the air. I don't know why. This is this is an old friend of yours. 
Oh, yeah, I know. It's Mike Lance. You think I don't recognize that voice? How you been? Oh, you're one of the crankers, Mike. Yeah, we're doing okay. You and Ken Block. No. Yes. Do with that. I'm working all the time. Well, that's not what we hear. We hear that you and Ken Block are responsible for most of the cranking going on in town. That's uh, the very popular rumor. <laughs> you know, there's Ken right on the other line there. Do you know Ken? Hello? Yeah, there he is. They've got him caged up today, I guess. So he's on that work release thing. They don't let him out on Shabbos. <laughs> Are you there, Mike? No, he cut Mike off, I guess. He's going to call all of his uh, associates here now. That's good. So Mike Lance is, uh, well, we already knew that. Maybe, maybe he'll call Ellis Rubin next. <laughs> I think it's just said Ellis. Ah, was that Ellis? Ellis, how did you like that? What was it, a month? Oh, here's Prentice Rashid is going to be on next. What the hell is going on? Get out of here, Sochin. Go take God and, uh, you know. What's going on here? What kind of Hello? This is all doggy radio. Hello? What is going on? I have a show to do. Get out of here, Sochin. What is happening? Don't muscle in on this show. Hey, I could get this is the, Mike Miller show. I got news for you. This is better than the calls Mike Miller gets. What? What? Is oh, it? hello, Mike. I sent you three postcards. <laughs> is this a caller that you have? This is this is not a caller. This is a special hookup. We've gone to great expense to put great this on the air today. The exactly. I have to follow this at, at two oh seven. I've heard your shows lately. Trust me. Don't give me any. Uh, if it'll make you feel any better, the caller is Jewish. Is that okay? <laughs> it'll take me 40 minutes to get rid of your perverts that want to find out Good. how big Arlene's breasts are and whether Kathy does it with the Navy. And now you have this on? This is good radio. I hope management is listening. Uh, this is the new format. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, but there's no one at home at this time to take your call. Oh, Ken's got his answering machine on now. Please leave your name and a brief message, and Saul or Sandy will get back to you. Saul or Sandy? Please wait for the beep tone coming up shortly. Okay. <laughs> this is really exciting. I'm glad I got here early today. Hi, Ken. This is uh, Al Rantel. We want you to call us on Monday at 9 a.m. We've got an urgent message for you. Thank you. Yeah, I think he found it. Yeah, I think he just found it. Yeah. All right, can we put this on hold for just a second? Because we got our last break to do. Now, don't go away, okay? Okay. It's uh, 10 minutes. <laughs> See, we might be able to deal with this guy yet, you know? I mean, even after the, uh, if we brought Jacques Cousteau back, he'd really be good. <laughs> Ten minutes before two at WINZ, we'll come right back. Howdy. Okay, 153 at WINZ. We're going to try something a little different because we have a lady in Boca who's desperate to get on here. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes. I've Can we get them both on together? But no luck. Go ahead. Today you sounded as though you were ready to be tied with no calls coming in. No so calls? I this is my chance. Wait a minute. When did we have no calls coming in? It was yesterday. Yesterday. It was slow, yeah. Yeah. So I called, and I got I got on some wire with another man. He kept hollering, hello, 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 and I just couldn't get through. 
What I want to ask you is this. Wait a minute. What happened to our other caller here? Oh, there he is. Hello. Go ahead. Uh, you played a tape about the healers about ten days ago. It was very good and very funny. Yeah. And you never played it again. I would love to hear it. I would love to record it. Uh, how about, well, that's that other caller is still on there, but we didn't want to hang up on him. How about on Monday? Would that be good? Would that be convenient for you? Tell me you? what time. I can't believe it. He's really outdone himself today. I knew finally he would do something good. Exactly. Um, Neil, do you remember the... the yes, yes. I remember what you're talking about. It's, it's very the, funny. Very holy, good. The Reverend Holy Moly. Right? I think so, yes. Okay, we'll do it for you Monday. What time? In the first hour sometime. I can't give you a minute. I'll, I'll let you know. Oh, it's fine. Okay, in the 10 o'clock hour. From 10 to 11. Right. Very good. Okay. Still got a couple of minutes here. Let's see if we can. Uh, Do you have an exclusive on this guy? He only yes. call you. I'm sure he doesn't call. Uh, he only calls me and Tom Jicka. Oh, okay. And Mike Lance. And he does this professionally. I mean, this is what he does. For exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's no one at home at this time to take your call. At the tone, your name, and a brief message, and Saul or Sandy will get to you as soon as possible. <laughs> Coming up sure. Saul, this is Lee Fowler. We have an opening in our <laughs> afternoon show, and we'd like you to come down and audition, if you wouldn't mind. We're trying to get somebody really uplifting for our sagging ratings lately. So please call us back at... Hello? Yes? This is 595-5889. Yes, public supermarket. Your number... Wait a minute, 595-5889? That sounds like fruitcake to me. Hello? Yeah, he disconnected her. I want to write that down. 595-5889? That must be his number. Okay, because this might not be uh, who we think it is. This might be, uh, might have been... Hello? 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 Is that it? You think that's it? He ran out of it. expired. Yeah. I think May I be excused? Self-destructive. There he goes. Okay, just one second here. Let me try something real quick. 595. Our problem is I gave the number out on the air like that's a dummy. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's busy. Yeah, it's busy. It must be fruitcake. Okay, well, listen, that's a great ending to a great show today, huh? You can't say we haven't built it for There's Adam is uh, getting all excited, worked up again. Good yeah. night, well, that means you're number one, Arlene. I saw that one. Okay, well, that's it. Here's Ernie is beginning to sing, so I think uh, it's time for me to get out of here. Absolutely. When you start singing, uh, that's hitting all-time new lows. Well, have yourselves a wonderful weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Ernie is here with another one of those mind-boggling shows. He has God on his show today. I hope he shows. I've had trouble with guests lately. Oh, God isn't in the building yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, he's busy. He's, uh, you know, checking the point spread on the high school baseball games. But, oh, there's a caller in Davie who's upset? Yeah, I'm still here. What are you upset about? I, well, I listened to the news sound of I-94, and I didn't get to tell Ken to bark like a dog. What? 
I didn't get to tell Ken to bark like a dog. What does that mean, sir? Well, that was Ken barking, wasn't it? You let the lady from Boca in. I was, like, hoping I was going to be in there, too. Oh, I see. No, we're not sure if that was. That uh, I think that call may have been from uh, Kendall. Hmm. It may have been a Schmendrick and Kendall, but we'll check it out for you, sir. But I'm glad we got you on before the end of the line. As I started to say before I was so rudely interrupted by that caller, have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday morning at 10. And uh, Monday we're just we're going to bring in all the good stuff, okay? We're going to uh, do Howard Stern imitations. We're going to do some of the Al Rantel material. Uh, we're going to have the devil on to counter Ernie's show today. I mean, we're just going to let it all hang out on Monday. Right now, Arlene Wolf. Arlene Wolf. Oh, God. Arlene Ross is here. And see, well, I, exactly. Well, after hearing the big bad wolf, uh, we'll never be the same again. <laughs>